0: Hey, you guys, it's Crystal Sherelle from Indie Artist School. Welcome to the singer's arsenal. Today, we're going to talk about vocal arrangement. Um, This is really regarding vocal harmonies and melodies. Um, I'm mostly speaking about recording, but also for live. So this works no matter which environment you intend to use this. So before I get into this, I just want to give a true definition of what a vocal arrangement is. Vocal arrangement refers to the way a song is sung, as well as uh, the way the vocals, including the lead, background vocals, including harmonies and other melodic ad-libs are arranged in the song, how they are intertwined with each other and how they work together into something very harmonious and pleasing to the ear. Um, Now, the vocal arrangement is the overall picture. So it's not only harmonies, it's not only drops, such as like ad-libs that you put in spaces between phrases, but it's also just like how everything fits, how the lead is doing and how everything else is following it or even departing from it and and creating its own uh, harmony as well. Okay, so now I keep saying the word harmony, you're probably wondering what is harmony anyway? So harmony is really a series of notes that are sounded together that build a chord of some kind. Now, more traditionally, it's either a major or a minor chord, but you'll hear some interesting variations um, that might lead to a seventh or sometimes even harmonies aren't even building a full chord. It could be like a duet or a dyad. A dyad is when there's two notes sounded together. A triad is when there's three notes together. And then sometimes you might have a four-part harmony, which is really commonly used in choirs and chorale uh, music and even traditional classical music. will use four-part harmonies with different Uh, geared towards different voice types, and each voice type will have its own uh, melody to follow that ends up being a part of the full harmony when sounded together with the others. Um, So yeah, let's talk about how harmonies are built um, and how they work together, okay? So one of the things that I think is important to fully uh, communicate about harmonies is something called tonal degrees. Tonal degrees is literally just giving a number to each note that is in a scale. And why this matters is it helps you understand um, how to build a chord in that scale as well. And there's different inversions to build the same chord. And tonal degrees will help you understand how they're built. uh, And we're going to talk about that in a minute. So tonal degrees basically are assigned with the first note being the tonic note. And the tonic note is the root of the chord and the beginning of the scale. It's usually what the scale is called. So if you're in a C major key, then that C is the tonic note and it is the root of the entire uh, music. The, every time you hear it, it sounds very uh, like it belongs there and it's usually home. So the second note would be the second degree. So let's just take a C major scale. The second note is the D. It's the second note up. And then the third note is where you start being able to hear a little bit of a harmony there. Uh, and that is, if it was a C major scale, that would be E. If it was a minor scale, that'd be a E flat. Um, so it's basically... So that's the major harmony of, of a dyad in the C, uh, in a, the key of C. Now, if it was a minor, it would be this is a good dyad. And now this is a pretty tight harmony. They sound really good. They're also spaced very closely. Now, when I say tight harmony, I think it's very important that I explain what that is so you know what I mean. Um, so you could have the exact same notes but spaced further apart. Here's an example. If, we're, if I were to do this. Okay, it's still C and E, but it doesn't sound as tight now, does it? Um, I could even do it like this if it was a minor, right? Now what's, what's happening is that those are so far apart that they almost don't even sound harmonious. A lot of times when you go to arrange a harmony and you're building chords, it's really important that you build them as closely together as possible for you to get that true like tinkly feeling when you know that it's harmonious and it just sounds like butter. I can't really describe it any other way. I love harmonies, guys. Um, But yeah, it it just sounds really good together. And a good example of someone who really understands how to get that tight harmony with not even building a full chord, but just a dyad would be Ashley J. She is a wonderful vocal arranger. Uh, I love her arrangements because they're always very tight and they're also interesting. All her harmonies are not just a third away from the from the root that is sung Um and she's, she likes to follow artists who have intricate runs for example Tank uh, and I, I want to use this example of Tank singing that song uh, about R&B which is just hilarious in and of itself they demonstrate you know how to sing uh, harmonies and runs very well and together, and it is the t- it's a tight harmony, guys. Very tight. So let me pull that up right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Woof. an zombie singer can't do no. do this without no. I want to pause here. Um, <laughs> everything, I, we don't even have to listen to the whole thing, but I just want you to know. Um, she not only moves with him, she also departs from his mel- melodic line. As I told you earlier, uh, when we were talking about harmonies, is like you can, you don't necessarily have to follow the exact uh pattern as the lead uh you can you can vary it and just sing a different inversion of of a chord or embrace a different interval or, or stay where you are to build a little bit of a of a pull and she did that did you hear how she stayed same uh, she stayed she stayed put because where he was going uh, and the reason she stayed there guys is because it builds tension because in the tonal degree that he's in uh it's it's really about to go back to home the tonic degree uh, and it felt like it resolved at the end uh, you know it just sounded so good together and that's what i mean these harmonies are meant to create a feeling uh, and they work really well together when they are planned, or if you have a really good understanding of what different harmonies sound good together in different spaces. The reason why I like Ashley J is because she is moving along with him with ease. And a lot of times it's kind of hard sometimes to create a whole vocal line that moves that fast. Usually what you'll hear is, you know, it's a, more like a little bit of a simple melodic line and um, you know, a stack or something like that. But what she's doing is she's, she's, first of all, amazing agility on both of their parts. They're able to move between notes very quickly. Um, but you have to have immense pitch accuracy and ability to stay on your pitch to be good at harmonizing. So we talked about how to build a dyad, right? Um, now when you're singing in a duet like this, You have to make sure that you're not drifting in pitch to go to the other person's note. In this case, um, Ashley J is not actually sitting down with Tank in person or anything. She is actually singing this harmony uh, from a video. But either way, she has to focus on her note and be on time with him. Uh, And so that takes a lot of skill and training. Uh, So it takes a lot of familiarity with pitch training as well as knowing what your line is going to be. You have to know where they're going to be there with them. So she has to have a really strong understanding of what he's singing to be able to follow him. If you want to be a background singer and uh, you're performing live with someone, you may have a part. Usually um, it's not just one person, uh, but sometimes that does happen if it's a duet or something like that. But you might be in a chorus where maybe it'll be a a line, three of you, four of you or something like that, especially in a live concert setting. If you're in a choir, it's different because you'll have a row of your peers all singing the same part is not as difficult to do because you'll have a bunch of people right next to you singing the same notes you're supposed to sing. But in modern day music, uh, usually it's three background singers or two and they have to hold each of their own notes because neither one of them are singing the same note. So you'll be the only one singing your part, okay? So that's why ear training is important. And one of the things I like to do to help anybody who's learning how to sing harmonies is to hold one ear so that you can hear yourself louder than the other person next to you. And over time, you can let go of that if you feel really comfortable with your pitch and you know what you're doing. But in the beginning, it's really helpful to do that so that you can focus on your own line. So now let's talk about building those chords up or a a three-part harmony. So three-part harmony is very interesting too because not only does it incorporate the lead, or whatever the tonic uh, note is. Sometimes the lead is not singing, you know, the root of the song of the key or anything, but it's just where everybody's who everybody's following. Okay, um, so you want to build usually a third and a fifth above if you're creating a major or um, or a minor chord. The first, third, and fifth notes degrees of the scale will be sung together. An example of that in C major would be this. Ah, 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 All together, like that. And if it was minor, it would be like that, right? Now, where it gets really interesting is when you incorporate other notes in there with it. Um, You could incorporate a seventh above, which would be like this. sounds pretty cool. Now something you can do um, with all of these chords that I'm playing, there are inversions. I'm playing this in a way where all the notes are evenly spaced apart from each other. Now let's just take that three-part harmony I played earlier. Now if I were to space it like this Now the C is a lot further away from the other two notes. So it might sound like it's standing alone. And that's okay if that's what you want. Sometimes that's fine. But a lot of times if you want a tight harmony, like I said earlier, you want the notes to be played as closely together as possible. So inversions are where you can space things apart and have certain things closer. Even sometimes you could even you could have things like really close together. And usually that ends up sounding a little bit more like, um, like it needs to resolve to something else, um, but that's super tight in one end and then far apart in the other. So as you're building harmonies in your recordings, some things to keep in mind is to make sure that you have um, a good, solid foundation first before you build harmonies. You want to make sure your lead is exactly the way you want it to be, okay? So when you record the song, get the fundamentals of the song done okay and then you can find spaces in the song where it's lacking something where it needs a little extra you know something where you can emphasize a word that will make it stand out more and that's a really good use of harmonies while I really enjoyed like sharing with you guys Ashley J and Tank that duet is amazing it shows vocal ability and how wonderful their ears are a lot of times when you listen to recorded music or for the first time you won't hear harmonies through the entire main melody. That's usually not how vocal arrangement works. But what she's doing is something that you might hear in a drop, okay? So a drop is like a vocal ad-lib and you can stack uh, a vocal ad-lib. So you could do it with a harmony and that moves in the same melodic direction. So like how Ashley J and Tank did. She followed him, she moved with him. Um, like you could do a vocal run drop this, that would be, Say you're singing a line and you pause and you sing a little run in between. Well, you can also harmonize with that and that's a good use of a drop. Sometimes, uh, I know I just said stack earlier. Um, stacks don't always mean that they're harmonies. Stacks can also just be you know, giving it a chorus effect by singing in unison on top of each other just to add more dimension. That's something you can also do in your vocal arrangements. Usually the stack happens in the hook of the song. Uh, so, You'll put drops in the verses, Um, harmonies even can be on top of those in those ad libs, the drops I'm referring to, as well as um, the chorus will have the stack, and you can also harmonize in your stack, right? So you can have a chorus, a choir effect if you want to in your hook. Now that's a style choice, so you don't have to do it that way, I'm just letting you know that it's possible. And there's one other aspect that I haven't really talked about, And that is um, polyphony. Uh, That is when instead of harmony, polyphony is not just notes that are following the same melodic direction uh, as the lead in a dyad or a triad, but also um, maybe going in different directions or, you know, experimenting. So melodies that are on top of each other that end up being harmonious, even though they're not following the same patterns. And someone I like uh, that plays around with this and stacks uh, like several different harmonies on top of them is Jacob Collier. He's really amazing at vocal arrangement as well. We're gonna uh, go ahead and take a look at him singing along with what we just heard. So (laughs) this is gonna be so much fun. Here we go. Yeah! Did you hear those drops? So what Jacob is doing is uh, importing drops or ad-libs into the harmony. So this is a really good way to differentiate between harmonies and ad-libs and how they work together. And a good use of a stack because he's singing bass, baritone, tenor, I heard some soprano in there, uh, Jay, Ashley Jay is singing a true alto part, and Tank is singing that tenor line, um, and Jacob is even differentiating on the melody a bit uh, in some of the vocal lines that he's doing. It's a lot going on, but listen closely, guys. Here we go. We're going to keep listening. Do this without no So he formed, so remember how I said harmonies, uh, create chords. So what he did was he transposed another chord on top of the chord that Ashley and Tank were singing. So it gave this real interesting, uh, movement to the harmony so it made it sound like it was going somewhere else and that's what i mean like you can be very creative with this the more knowledge you have on music theory the better but you can always experiment and try out what works for you i'm gonna listen a little bit more to this because it is just amazing okay And he did something else that I think is important to talk about. He's not always singing a harmony. Sometimes he's singing unison or an octave above notes that are already being sung to add dimension. And that's usually what you'll find in any four-part or more harmony um, because there's only so many notes in a a scale uh, that will sound good together simultaneously that will build a chord that you can recognize when you hear it. So a lot of times it will be stacked um, by singing the same note on top of each other, but it really adds dimension so you guys the next time you're in the studio experiment also I recommend uh, if you want to get better at uh, making at vocal arrangement and harmonies and ad-libs and stuff like that listen to Brandy I think she does a really good job of vocal arrangements she has a lot of juicy uh, drops and harmonies in her music um, so definitely do that if you want to learn more about how to sing and how to sing harmonies for yourself so you can train your ear, go ahead and visit my website and get lessons with me, indie-artist.teachable.com. Also, please don't forget to donate to this podcast by going to anchor.fm backslash the singer's backslash support i really enjoy creating content like this for you guys and helping you understand more about your voice and develop your ears so that you can sing the music that you really want to with the voice that you've always wanted so go ahead and help me keep this podcast going your support really matters you guys those of you who have already donated to this podcast thank you so much you're a real one and if you want to be a part of that, go ahead and visit anchor.fm backslash the singer's arsenal backslash support. Well, you guys, until next time, have a wonderful day. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's a